a, a few moments ago when he said, oh, it was my birthday. I come to give God his due, his praise. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not the guest of honor. I, I Listen, I think it not Robert. I'll drive the bus. I'll drive the bus to honor the honoree, the guest of honor, who is Jesus Christ. Come on. Where you stand. 
because you make me sick to my stomach. I'm coming wrong because I'm not dealing with a kindergarten class. I believe I'm talking to kingdom tonight. My God from Zion. Ah, I give God glory. Hallelujah for the, I'm going to say honorary. Hallelujah, my brother in the Lord. Dr. Fabian Tucker, happy birthday, sir. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I thank God for all those that thought about robbery, even to travel with me. Listen, we listen. We didn't show up for nothing. So I know you came for something. So now's the time to open yourself up and receive. Because it has been a downpour. I bless God for Pastor Gail on this evening. Hallelujah. Evangelist Linda. Pastor Mary. Evangelist Beverly. Elder Greg. Hallelujah. I thank God for, oh my God, you know who you are. I love you with the love of the Lord. I thank you. I thank you for praying and traveling with me. And let me tell you, I wouldn't say the last week, but I'm, I'm going to be honest. The last month or so has been very peculiar. Uh, our type of warfare. But we got to understand, you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. But we got to understand with these levels of warfare and these, these seasons and these uh, things that we are experiencing, we just quite cannot quite uh, put our finger on. We got to understand that hell is desperate right now. Because the kingdom is advancing. The man of God said it, and it is so. This is a timely word. This is what's going on right now. So this message that I'm releasing tonight is a timely word. This is what's happening right now. Bless God from Zion. He got his buckets. <laughs> Hallelujah. Y'all better get ready. I don't, want, I, don't want you to, I don't want you to miss out. You see, because many, many missed out, even in, even in the day of Jesus. When he ascended. Oh my God, they had to say, why do you stand here and gazing and looking up? Go, occupy, he is gone. Come on, come on. So why do you, why do we stand gazing? We got to be about our father's business. And even in here, it ought to be evident, the residue of the praise on our lives. Come on, come on. It's got to be evident. Yeah, we got to press. The word of God said that uh, his disciples, his children will be known by our love, but he also said that we will walk in miracles, that we will walk in the signs, and that we will walk in wonders. That means we are to carry and walk in some evidence, mm -hmm. not just talk, not, not just a praise that got to be pumped up and primed, but we ought to walk in, listen, evidence. Show me what you're working with. Come on, my God from Zion. But we give God glory, for there is a word on tonight. This last month has been very peculiar for me, like I said, and I knew as I just began to assess some things in my life, and I know that uh, even, even now, I wasn't where I was. I'll just say last week, how about that? Because God has taken us from faith to faith right. and from glory to glory. Uh, and if you're not experiencing anything, you feel like you're still at ground zero, then you've got to press through all the mess. See, it's on you because, listen, we already know that. Look, God is seated on the throne and his son Jesus is what? Seated to the right hand. He's seated. Meaning his work is done. He left, listen, that beautiful, intelligent, oh my God, all-knowing power within us. It's called the Holy Spirit. So it's up to us, my God, to activate and to walk in the power therein. Come on, so, uh, you know, this is the word that's going to hold many accountable on tonight. 
sometimes we want to point fingers and see who's not doing what and, uh, you know, uh, suspect that it's this, that, or the other, why things aren't lining up in our lives. But God said it's your mindset and it's your obedience. And a lot of times when God has called us uh, to do certain things, even if not even about a title, I want you to hear this, not even about titles or offices. Touching on this again as well tonight. Not even about titles or offices, but identity through him as a son and as a daughter. That's right. The man of God said it, that all of creation is an expectation waiting for the sons and the daughters to emerge. We waiting on God, God's waiting on us. We waiting on a solution. We want. We waiting on a, a vaccine. Or we waiting on this, that, and the other. Listen, the world is waiting on us. Am I talking to Kingdom tonight? And I need to know who I'm where, 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 where's Kingdom in the house? <laughs> Glory to God. I just need to know where Kingdom is in the house so I can. Yeah, I don't necessarily got, gotta get an amen, but I just want so I can pull something. So I, I feel like I'm being pulled on. But I need y'all to come on up. Listen with the mindset. Amen. Even what the Lord has said about you. So before we go chasing a gift or a call or a prophet or an apostle, oh my God, or the bishop or this, that, and the other, seek God in identity. Yes. Yes. We know that the gifts of God, listen, are, without, are irrevocable without repentance. There are a lot of gifted, I need you to hear me, broken people. There are a lot of gifted, gifted. God has given us gifts, irrevocable. He's not going to take them back. It's what you're going to do with them. Are you good stewards with that thing that I've given you? There are a lot of, listen, in, even in the end times, they said that many will come and say, Lord, I prophesied and I, and I prayed and I did this, that, and the other in your name. And he's going to say, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I know you not. They brought souls in, my God, but they were broken in areas. Listen, desire preeminence with God. The gift. The gift. and anointing. No sonship. No true identity. Come on. Am I helping anybody tonight? This is a timely word because what we're hearing and seeing now is a prophetic wind that's being blown like never before. But it also said in the end times that there will be false prophets, preachers, and teachers that will be rising. And if you are not, you don't have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, it's going to be hard for you to sniff it out and decipher what's from God and what is not. I put it like this. I know it may be on 301 down in North Kakalaki on Wilson that can tell me my address, that can tell me some things, that can tell you some things about yourself. They got information, but they don't have revelation. Come on. Come on. So many of you got religion, but don't have a relationship with the Father. I need you to understand what I'm saying right now. So many of us are dabbling, even the familiar spirits want to know what the ancestors are saying. Burning sage, I'm going there. Burning sage. But still saying we are a child of God. You're stuck between two opinions, man. Sir. Come on. Seeking out soothsayers. Tarot card readers. Palm palm readers. Reading the horoscope. Ma'am, sir, you're stuck between two opinions. There's a great divide that is happening now. My God from Zion. Glory to God. Uh, they will, I got some I got some things that I, I have to just release tonight. I didn't I didn't even come to, to preach, but I came to give instruction. So when I heard God said there needs to be a scribe in the house, well bless God for Facebook. Look. <laughs> because this is the word of the Lord. This is a this is a little something for everybody that you want tonight. 
Got a word for you as well, sir. <laughs> Bless the Lord. Uh, we've got quite a few passages of scripture, so I, I want you to keep these in mind. Jot them down for points of reference. Oh my God, we give you glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. Matthew 10 and 34. I tell you what I'm going to do. I, I want you to stand for the reading of, of, this, of these verses of scripture here. Honor and reverence. God, Jesus, the living word. So, Zechariah 3, verses 5 through 7. I'm going to go back to this, but I just want us to stand. This is going to be the meat of the message, so I think. Zechariah 3, verses 5 through 7. And I said, let them put a clean turban on his head. So they put a clean turban on his head, and they put the clothes on him. And the angel of the Lord stood by. Then the angel of the Lord admonished Joshua, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, If you walk in my ways, and if you will keep my commands, then you shall also judge my house and likewise have charge over my courts. I will give you places to walk among these who stand here. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. All right, so we look our glory. Hallelujah. As a point of reference, I'm, I am, I won't necessarily say I'm going somewhere tonight, but I'm giving you something tonight. This is a timely, Issachar or whatever you want to call it. This is a Kairos word for this Kairos moment. This is a word that's going to carry us from this point beyond until he gives us another word. Come on. So I have so many desires, seek out a prophet, itching for a word and following prophets. And uh, what's the word of the Lord? What was the last thing he told you? That's the word of the Lord. If you haven't done the last thing that he told you, you can't handle a new word. Sometimes people get tripped up and they have a hard time because they don't like what the Lord said as if he's going to change his mind and do a revision. But no, no. We're in a reset. My God, he's making it more apparent than ever that I am God. I am immutable. I do not change. Amen. But we're going to see that more so now than never. Matthew 10 and 34. Do not think that I came to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and a man's enemy will be those of his own household. I need you to hear the word. Amen. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he who does not take this cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. He who finds his life will lose it. And who he who loses his life for my sake will find it. Listen, the kingdom sounds like a total oxymoron to the beliefs of the world. My God, we may be in Rome, but we do not do as Romans do. Amen. I need y'all to hear me today. Reset. If I were to choose a subject matter tonight, it would be there are levels to this. There are levels 
I need to know where my glory carriers are again. Okay. Bless, bless the Lord. There are levels to this. We know that God is not a respecter of persons. Don't, don't get so tripped up on that. that. That word is true, but I need you to understand something. To those that sit at the, even in, in a home, there's a, two daughters. I'll give you the scenario. Two daughters. And one is into makeup and, 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 and Mary Kay and baby dolls and this, that, and the other and playthings. And the other is in the kitchen with mom, learning those household things, you know, that women ought to know. All right? And then as they grow, my God, it may appear that one child is closer to the other, especially that one that was under mama's skirt, that was learning from mama, that was gleaning from mama. But that's not necessarily the case. In the same sense, those of us, listen, that desire to be in the presence of the God more so than those who do not. God is not a respecter of person, but the ones that are closest to the fire. Yeah. Closest to the heart, are going to get more of the warmth. I hope you hear me tonight. They're going to acquire more of the anointing. They're going to be, be able to be trusted to handle the things on the stove. Come on. Because, oh my God, mom has seen us. She can handle the pot. She can, listen, the van can hold the baby. She can walk about six feet and carry her little uh, uh, cousin to her mother. So her mom trusted her because she began to watch her. Uh-huh the care that she had for that baby, the care for the things that that, that mother entrusted with the daughter, the care for the things that that mother, those two daughters, that she entrusted with the one that stood closest to her. Her love wasn't any greater for one than the other, but the one that stayed closest to mother, listen, got more of the benefits. My God was a better homemaker. My God was more economical. It was like that woman of Kyle in Proverbs 31 yeah, because she yeah. learned something. She was close to the heart. Yeah. Yeah. In the same sense, don't get tripped up <laughs> over somebody else's gift or somebody else's anointing because the person sometimes that we look at, we look at the gifting and I want that. You don't know the hell that they had That's to endure, right. first of all, to get close to that fire, the times of sacrifice yes. when everybody was outside playing with the Barbie dolls and doing this, that, the other, the times of consecration and loneliness because they didn't have a whole lot of friends because they were there, listen, in the presence of the guardian. In the same sense, we can't get tripped up over somebody else's gifting, anointing, call, first of all, we don't know the hell that they had to endure, right? To withstand the heat. And, and second, first and foremost, really, is the fact that they were purposeful. Yes. As Mary was at the feet of Jesus. Martha had it all wrong. Martha was busy doing. Martha was busy doing. And when Jesus came to visit and she asked uh, Mary, don't you see me in here? Busting these pots and pans and doing this, that, the other. And Jesus lovingly rebuked her because Mary was doing the righteous thing. She was seated at the feet of, she wasn't busy doing things. She, oh my God. She was seated in the presence of power. She was learning. She was gleaning, listen, from the great rabbi himself. I need you to hear me. In the busyness and the, the COVID craziness and the distractions. I don't want to be busy. 
I want to sit in this little red chair in my den all day long if I could and open my back door up, shut my phone down, huh, and shut everything down. But I know that that is impossible. So as often as I can, yes. I'm at the feet of Jesus. Yes. As often as I can be because it's not about the gifting. It's not about the calling. It's not about any anointing. It's not about platforms. Come y'all, I need to come on. Y'all better catch this. It's not about a prophetic word because Jesus Christ was the spirit of prophecy. So I got the word. You got the word. You all ought to be prophesied. Why are you chasing a prophet? Honor a prophet. But why are you chasing a prophet? You chasing a gift, but not the giver of the gift. Come on, reset. There are levels to this, by the way. There are levels to this. Ha! Glory. Jesus, I didn't come hey, to bring peace on the earth. But I came with a sword. And we are seeing it now more than ever. And many religious spirits, I'm not talking about people, spirits, spirits in operation. Amen. Many religious spirits would assume or speculate and point fingers and say, oh, they causing trouble. Here come those renegades and here come that new and, and they, they are fivefold and I, I can hear them behind closed doors. But, oh God, I, I bless. Because because we walk in evidence, God is still merciful. And God's hand is still upon many of these leaders as it was Saul. That's right. Did you hear me? So we ain't got time to sit and, 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 and be a part of that doing the dividing and, and, and oh, look at them over there. You know, we've elevated, we've excelled. No, no, no. God is bringing about the division. We walk in love and we walk in evidence. And they watch us long enough and see the blessings and the manifest, manifested glory over our life and they'll come up. There is a great separation taking place here. We're not to judge. We're just to move forward. We can't be weighed down, but we got to ascend and move forward. The word of God tells us here, he who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. That means you can walk in a gift, you can walk in a call, and still be my God, making God sick and want to uh, spew you up out of the stomach. Because the gift, again, is irrevocable. My God, our daddy gives good gifts. That's, he, he just lavishes his gifts on us. So we're not focused and, and stuck upon gifts. But I want to talk about this divide so we'll know what we're dealing with and what we see when we run into these spirits. I need you to hear what I'm saying. Okay. Because even now in this reset, we are getting up. Many have left congregations that they have been a part of since their youth. And it looked so unusual, but they heard God. And they were just like Moses that was in that basket that was just drifting. But I want you to know that even though Moses was drifting in that uh, waterproof, my God, in that waterproof basket, God is so amazing. He wasn't drifting alone. He drifted, listen, into his destiny. So although it may feel like you are Moses and you have been uh, abandoned or, or, or rejected or whatever the case might be, or you know that you've just been called, I'll put it that way. You know you've just been called beyond more. 
that you were suffocating in that old place. Not about your gift, not because you couldn't prophesy in that house, but because they shut off the wind of God. Because you carried the wind of God, not because you're a rebel and a renegade and they wouldn't let you preach and your feelings was hurt, but you identified when they shut you off, they shut God. When they shut you down Because this, again we're talking about Identity not about your gift But what's on the inside of you So we got the move beyond The gifts Give God glory But God Is doing the divide Many religions would say it's a, This new this, this new age This ain't no new age it's a new thing. <laughs> but it's definitely not a new age. My God, we're still in that dispensation of grace. And, and the Lord wastes nothing. He took the COVID craziness. And while the world was scrambling in the dust, we've emerged. We're emerging. While the world is scrambling, fighting one another, we're emerging. I need you to hear me. While the church Little C, not the ecclesia, but the little C. That thing that many of us were doing Sunday to Sunday, Saturday to Saturday, whatever day your Sabbath was, where the wind of God was shut off and shut down. But I'm, but I'm, I'm in the house. God said, I'm going to shut it down. I waste nothing. And I'm going to take an evil, listen, that was man-derived, that came from hell and get the glory. My Amen. God. Romans 8 and 28. God wastes nothing. All things work together for the good of them that love the Lord, that are called according to his purpose. It's working for us. I need you to hear me. It's working for us. Where my glory carries. It's working for us. We are prospering in the famine. I need you to hear me. And we're not worshiping. Don't get caught up in this either because the enemy... He sends these three things. Pride of life. Lust of the eye. Lust of the spirit. Come on. Everything glimmering and glamoring. And we can't get caught up in the bells and whistles. Because listen. The Lord. His blessings make us rich and addeth no sorrow. So if we're accumulating debt. I got to go here. I got to go here. Even in this reset where he's putting us in a place. Where we can advance. Come on. Time to come up. Time to come up with some These are the times. Even now, that seven mountain. Come on. That seven mountain mandate. Yes. We are everywhere strategically. God's got somebody everywhere. I need you to hear me. Even in the White House. God's got somebody. You might not see them. You might not hear them vocally, but they're praying. I know for a certainty right here that God had someone in the Pentagon. In the White House a few years ago, praying, pressing. I need you to hear me. God's got somebody everywhere. Don't don't get it twisted. Don't get you just be mindful to be in your position. Don't get into debates about politics. Don't you get into the debates. Listen. Jesus was a, a, a change agent. He was an agent of change, yes. He was a social just he believed in social justices. But he also told his disciples to honor the laws of the land. That's what the so we have to honor the laws of this land because of, this is our second citizenship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
We cannot be too entangled. I'm not talking about real and Jada entanglement. I'm talking about entangled. Come on. Because we ain't, we kingdom. We, we definitely not know those type of entanglements. But I mean with the affairs of this life. According to 2 Timothy. We are not entangled with the affairs of this life. But we go forth to please the one that sent us to master in the first place. I'm going somewhere. So we're talking about the division that's taking place. So we just talked about the individuals that, okay, they have a gift. But they don't understand. They have not embraced sonship. They can, they can, they're great orators. They can preach from a pulpit, but they cutting folks up as they cutting themselves up as they delivering the word because they have not sat down somewhere and healed. They have not been healed. Again, the gifts are irrevocable. But being a good steward of the things that God gives us, we need some counseling, perhaps. We need uh, to. To be in counsel with those prophets. Listen, that sit in the counsel of the Lord. We ought to be able to be told something. We need to learn how to grow and mature and understand the things and deal with the seven-year-old boy, that three-year-old girl, whatever, whatever the rejection happened in your life to address those things. Yes. So that we'll be good stewards of the gifts. Yes. So we, we, we know there are a lot of gifted, gifted, gifted. But again, here's the divide. So we, we touched on that religious spirit that many of us have walked away from, that are walking out of, that are running from. And we just address those that are gifted. But those gifts are without repentance. So they can be fornicating and prophesying. They can have extramarital affairs and still prophesy. Uh -huh. Oh, uh, okay. Y'all, come on. We can't. Y'all, They can do a lot of things, but be out of the will of God because the gifts so we talked about the religious and we talked a little about, bit about those that are gifted you know but now let's address those of us I'm going to say this that are emerging, that are embarking that are walking in sonship priesthood and kingship. First Peter 2, 1 through 10 reads. I'm going to read 9 through 10. First Peter 2, 9 and 10. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Listen, we shouldn't have to be primed to praise. Which in times past were not a people, but are now the people of God. We have something to celebrate. Yes. Which had not obtained mercy, but have now obtained mercy. We are a royal priesthood. You, you heard this in the traditional church. Govern yourselves accordingly. Yes. Show some signs. 
Yes, yes. We're not just merely walking in gifts. We walked away from the religious mindset. We're the chosen generation. We ought to be showing some signs. And even a king and, and, and priests back in uh, biblical times, I'll say that biblical times, they wore garments and robes, uh, robes of ephods of linen, the, meaning the priests did. And the kings, they wore crushed uh, uh, material, purple and red and uh, gold, intricately uh, designed or inwoven. I need y'all to picture. Come on, because mm -hmm. we, we be right. clothed. You, you clothed today? Right. Are you clothed in your robes today? Who are you talking to? Where the glory carries? And even in that time, the kings and the priests would be sprinkled with the oil, which was myrrh and all these, oh my gosh, oh, good spices. Uh, some were preserved for pre preserving, but some were just for the fragrance. Meaning that they, not only did they wear the clothing, not only were they clothed in righteous, not only was it evident in their attire, but the smell. Come on. Come on. There is an aroma. There needs to be an aroma exuding mm. from you. There needs to be an aroma, a distinct aroma that is exuding, that is coming out of your pores, that is pouring out from your garments. I'm talking to the kingdom. It ought to be evident when we walk, my God, amongst the world that they will be able to distinguish us Yes, it says by will be known by our love. But priests and the kings walk in power. Govern yourselves accordingly. Talking about the separation now. This is what's happening now. This is a timely word. Y'all can run and shout in a little bit. Matter of fact, we some of us might gotta just do a go and just do a, a, an evaluation. We can shout later. I don't know, but we gotta make up our mind in this reset how we're getting up, where we're where we're staying, so we're not fooling ourselves, but we for certain aren't fooling God. How about that? So we give God glory, but there's an aroma, there's an aroma that needs to be uh, coming from us. Listen, we are a royal priesthood. We are recipients of an anointing that authorizes us to rule and serve God's creation. They were waiting on us. Yeah. This is the time that we're emerging. Not when COVID is gone. Perhaps COVID will never be gone. But one thing's for certain, we will be here. We will be in the earth occupying, advancing, my God, the innovators, the solutionists. Who am I talking to? Okay, bless the Lord. We are to lead creation in obedience to God. Did you hear me? Holiness. It's still a requirement. It's not out there. I don't care what the world says and what they do. Holiness is still a mandate. It's still a mandate. My God from Zion. The anointing that was reserved in former times for priests and kings is now upon all who respond to the call of God and yield their lives. Where is kingdom in the house tonight? Blended in the manner of perfume. Listen, here, here are the fragrances. Listen, here are the fragrances that should exude, that exuded, listen, from the from the robes of the priests and the kings. It was cinnamon and cassia 
and cane and myrrh and it was mixed with olive oil. It was pungent and strong in order. It wasn't a faint smell. It was my God. Like the, like the incident when uh, uh, those were trembled, the demons were shaking, quake even in Peter's shadow when people were set free. That smell, that effect, that effect. But we bless God. Similarly, the Spirit is poured on us to give us a powerful, again, fragrance in a world choking from the stench of sin and powerless to return to God by its own might. The world cannot do it. Are we still looking to the world? Huh, the world is looking to us. So we bless God. We're going to go up. I need you to understand that there are levels to this. So we talked about the religious spirit, the religious bear that has come down, that we are seeing manifest that is coming down. We thank God that the church doesn't have four walls. We are the church. The church, we're free-flowing spirits because the spirit of God lives on the inside of us. We are the ecclesia. We are the plan. There is no plan B. We were the original plan. So in the reset, everything is being established again. Again. The five-fold ministry so being established again. Thank God that the axe head was retrieved with the miracle wow. that Elijah performed. Yes. Yes. My God, the axe head was retrieved and it was necessary that the axe head was retrieved. The building anointing, the axe representing the apostolic ministry. I need you to hear me. Don't get caught up on nobody's titles and chasing, but I need you to understand the order. So if you're a pastor, and you don't have an apostle in the house, there needs to be an apostolic grace upon you. Come on. And if you're an evangelist, and, and, and you might not walk in the office of a, a, a prophet, but you ought to have the ability to prophesy because you're lined up because of the reestablishment. We all have these abilities. These are gifts that God gives liberally that he desires to give each and every one of us. Can he trust you with his That's the question. So we give God glory. So we talked about the religious and we, we talked a little bit about even those that walk in a gifting. They're irrevocable, y'all. Yeah. I told you. Many have revelation. No, yeah, many have information, but don't have revelation. Information. Thank you, sir. Thank you for telling me that my toe polish is red and I got a dog at the house and pine trees in the yard, but I need revelation. How can I be set free? Yes. 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 All right now. So, so the soothsayers and even those that prophesy, if they're not getting the, the revelation and they're not giving you instruction and they walk in the apostolic grace to give you direction, then you're chasing gifts. Well, you need to be chasing the giver of the gift. And what they see ought to affirm or confirm or edify or build you up. Or tear some stuff down in you, but they're not your gods. You're trying to help somebody. Oh, my God. If you hadn't seen it, you're going to see it. It's happening now. Unless you're under a rock somewhere. This is what's going on, but there's a great divide. The wheat from the chaff. God is throwing up the head of the wheat. Cutting, separating the chafe. You know what happens to chafe? It blows away. 
not sustainable, no weight to it, no heaviness to it, nothing to it. Just oh, make it cough, just dusty, just nothing, no good, just nothing. And unless we're connected, listen, to the true mind, unless we're connected to Christ Jesus himself, the word of God said, if we're not connected to the true mind, then, then he will allow men to gather you up and throw you into the same men that we gifts we were chasing. Those 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 pastors and apostles and prophets and preachers and teachers that we were chasing that were void of the anointing of God, but you want to willingly allow them to determine your fate and they're gonna pick you up because you're connected. You become wood for fire. They're gonna throw you into the fire. God's going to allow them to handle this and the dirty work. That's what the word of God says. But we bless God because I told you there are levels to this. And there is another level, man of God. This is for you. And this is rare. Because as I, this is, this is rare. Because God has given you certain, and you have already received this word, and I'm going to say it again. I'm going to just release it because it's out here. God has given you a mandate and he's anointed you to not only a kingly position, to not only that uh, of a priest, but to judge. And there are very, I won't say few people, but it's rare to see one that God will allow, give them uh, uh, the ability and the uh, mandate a jurisdiction and the right to judge because we're judgmental people and if we began even as the people that i spoke about before that can great orators and they can come across a poor pitch and they can prophesy they can prophesy you down mm -hmm. because you know god has entrusted them with secrets and they can see right into your bedroom they can see right into your bedroom and instead of praying for you and releasing a word over you, they'll talk you down to the poor people. Mm. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Or they'll cut you while they're cutting themselves and they're bleeding all over you. They can't be trusted to judge. My God. They got a gift that's irrevocable. Uh -huh. And if they don't get it right, Mm. They'll be depart from me. I know you're not. Come on. But God has given you, sir, something very unique. And again, I need you to assess yourselves where you stand, where you to aspire to be. Because again, there are levels to this. There are levels to this. I'm sorry. There are levels to it. But God has given you, sir, a mandate to judge. And in spite of those that have hurt and said negative things about you and put their mouth on you and <laughs> began to release word curses over you and began to say they were concerned about you all the while they were really gossiping. It wasn't concern. It was trying to get information, fishing for information. But God said, I can even trust you to pray for them. So I have called you forth, sir, to judge. I need you to understand there are levels to this. Amen. As we consider the priest here in the book of Zechariah, Joshua, the high priest, he was a representative of Israel. He came before the Lord. The Lord called him forth. 
and his garments were filthy, soiled mm -hmm. from the sins of those he represented. Mm -hmm. Because he was the high priest, everything that was subject to him, he was responsible for. He mm -hmm. had to answer. Yes, so his garments, his robe was mm -hmm. soiled. My Jesus. God. Mm -hmm. And he came before the Lord with shame, with his head held down. And guess who accompanied him? Satan. Mm -hmm. Satan. Trumpson. Oh, I got him now. He dirty. Yeah, he, uh, mm -hmm. And they're standing before the Lord side by side. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. Oh, my God. And Satan said, Lord, look at him. He's dirty. He's filthy. And Joshua couldn't say a word because he was all of those things. Mm -hmm. Guilty as charged. Amen. <laughs> but then the Lord said, Satan, the Lord rebuke you. Y'all better catch that. Amen. I said he was guilty of the thing. But the Lord himself said, Satan, the Lord rebuke you. He shut down. And although everything that Satan was saying was truth. He's a liar and the father of lies. Those things he was saying were factual. Who say truth? They were factual. The Lord rebuked him. And then the angel of the Lord came. My God. Zechariah told the angel of the Lord, strip him of those filthy garments. Clean them up. Mm -hmm. Put a new robe on. Yes. A mitre on his head. My God. And here we go. And here we go, Dr. Tucker. Here we go. This is what the Lord has for you, sir. Listen, I don't play with God. That's one thing I don't do. So I'm not going to stand up here and tell, because this is a big deal, so I feel the need to say this. I'm not going to stand up here and say something. The God said something they didn't say. All right. This is a big deal. Yes. Uh -huh. But God said to you, sir, as Zechariah said to Joshua, I told the angel of the Lord, put a clean turban mm. on his head. My God. So they put a clean turban on his head and they gave him clean clothes. Your new robe. These were gifts. These were gifts. These were gifts. These two, the turban and the robe and the clothing. And the angel of the Lord stood by. Then the angel of the Lord admonished Joshua saying, so those were the gifts, sir. Here's the condition. Those are irrevocable. But this is what you must do, sir. Then the angel of the Lord admonished Joshua, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, If you walk in my ways, Dr. Tucker, if you continue to walk in the ways of the Lord, and if you keep the commandment of God, then you shall also judge, God said, his house. And likewise, have charge over my courts. And then God says to you, sir, and he will give you 
places to walk among these who stand here. And he was referring to the dignitaries. He was referring to those that were already in the courts of heaven. Understand that there are levels to this. So today I pray your strength and I release what the Lord has put in my belly to give to you. It is my honor, sir, to pray for you and to cover you in prayer as you judge. And I need you to understand that because there are levels to this, some of us understand, unless you're in the Holy of Holies or in the secret place, there are realms that we will go to, but Satan will be there. God called Joshua up. Satan was there. So I need you to understand that as we ascend into realms, as some say, and for every level there's a new devil, it's true. It's true. But for everything that awaits you, sir, I declare by the power invested in me, by the word of God that he has given me to give you, that you, sir, have the authority to call them down to the realm of the spirit. Bigger giants, more responsibility. To whom much is given, much has been required. So I pray your strength today, sir. As you ascend with your new robe, clothed, with your garments of holiness, clothed. God said you've been acquitted and promoted today. Acquitted and promoted. Whatever Satan had to say, there may have been factual information, but you have been called for, sir, to judge in the courts of heaven. There are levels to this. Yes. My God.
I was, the revelation said that Joseph was sold into slavery in Genesis 39 and 1. But it said, the next verse said, when he was prosperous, now you know, look, watch this, it's crazy. How do you be prosperous in a slave? And it's not that he already blown the guy, he's already he was prosperous and a slave at the same time. How do you be prosperous and a slave at the same time? Because he, his mind was reset to the assignment that the Father had given him from the very beginning. See, dreams are coming alive again. Visions are coming alive again. Purpose is being released again. Destiny is being manifested. Because deep is calling to the deep. Glory to God. And so there's been a phenomenal shift on tonight. Glory to God. I'm going to ask you to get the very best offering. If you know you've been reset, we're not going to put no demands out. We need to come, come to preach for our son raise no money them days.
kingdom. He says, Pastor Dale, come here. Say, Jesus. 